This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Eric Neander's with me, Senior VP and GM. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Congratulations to these guys here. What does this mean to you? I know there's been a long time coming, a whole lot of work. It, it has been. It's been a staff of 200 strong, making some popular decisions, some unpopular decisions, misfiring on a few, making some good ones, and persevered. And 2013 was a long time ago. Glad to get to do this again with this group of guys. What made this so special? These guys, man. The staff, these players, 57 players to win 96 games with games still to go. I mean, what more could you ask for? This is wasn't easy these guys stepped up one after the other after the other and uh, we got 39 here and 28 more that helped us some that are still in organization some that aren't and they all played a part and uh, happy for these guys especially to have this moment celebrate enjoy it thank you very much i appreciate it that's eric neander joining us in the clubhouse we'll have plenty more you can hear kevin kiermeyer channing as they recognize players from today's game and we'll get some more in a moment how about that noise down there downstairs seems like after kevin cash's speech Kiermaier made one. Tommy Pham just made one. Of course, Tommy had the big home run tonight, the two-run home run to give the Rays the lead. And, you know, Dave, for the last six years, we've watched other teams get a chance to celebrate and uh, to, to see our guys down there doing that. It's, it's an emotional moment, I think, for those that are fans and involved with the Tampa Bay Rays to know how far they've come uh, without having to tear this team down. I know they had that rough year in 2016, uh, but really without having to, quote-unquote, tank, this team has gotten back to postseason. And, you know, that, that would have been a, a hard thing to say uh, over 14 and 15 and 16, but here they are. They've done it, and Eric Neander and, and the group should feel awfully proud of what they've done. You know, that, that, that they should. I mean, they, they put together a real good uh, squad here the last few years, and it's not easy. I mean, the Rays, what they did, trying to stay somewhat mediocre and then take that next step, they were able to do it. And now let's go back downstairs. Neil Solans standing by again. Yes, and with Emilio Pagan, he got the last out. I think it was kind of appropriate the way the kind of season you've had down the stretch. Man, I, I don't know if that event was appropriate or not. I just know I'm having the time of my life. Um, I just told Mr. Neander, thank you so much for getting me over here. Um, you know, they gave me an opportunity to, to be a big part of a team. And... Uh, I can't thank them enough. We got we got a lot of work to do to get where we want to go, but today was a lot of fun. You didn't start the year here, yet you obviously found a way to finish the 96th win and had so many key roles. What allowed you to stay so positive while in Durham and have such a major role with this group? Uh, just belief in myself, uh, belief in in a lot of people that helped me get here. Uh, you know, I I told my wife all the time I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for her. She makes so many sacrifices for our family. Uh, traveling constantly with our two-year-old daughter, my parents, uh, you know, just telling me all the time to keep my head forward, you know, keep my head, my nose down and keep going forward as, as hard as I can. Uh, and again, you know, I can't thank the Rays enough for, for giving me that opportunity. So uh, we're going to enjoy tonight. We're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, but like I said, we got a lot of work to do. Your best season in the big leagues. Why has it been so good? Um, confidence. I think the stuff has always been there, but uh, 
more confident now than I've probably ever been. So, uh, like I said, I, broken record. We got a lot of work to do. You know, we got hopefully two more wins. We can set the organizational record. I think that'd be pretty cool. So. Uh, we'll see how the next two days play out, but this has been a lot of fun. Congratulations on the year you have today, and hopefully many more big victories to come. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Emilio Pagan closing out the 96th win and a playoff berth for the Rays. Let's go back to uh, Dave and Andy. All right, Neil, thank you very much. And the celebration continues. We'll be going back downstairs to Neil in uh, just a moment. And we got some shots from the uh, stationary cameras that are set up in the clubhouse and also some some remote cameras and uh for our poor friend uh, trisha she is just getting dressed uh getting uh, drenched down there and uh, as she continues to talk and, and this day this looks as a looks like a party that's going to be heading uh deep into the night man. yeah well, we got a day game though tomorrow and you know again i, I you know hey celebrate have some fun and, and i kind of joked about a week or a half, week and a half ago about what's the team's record after they clinch and uh you know there's still a shot at uh, going after home field although you know, again, I'm sure they're going to be keeping an eye on one of the TVs there in the in the clubhouse as to what the uh, the A's are doing. So, you know, there's there's still some work to be done. And then you heard Emilio; he said, "Hey, how about maybe trying to get a couple more wins and uh, get into the uh, get into this team record?" So, you know, there, there's work to be done, but there's also a celebration to be done. Guys got the goggles on. Guys are drinking. Guys are popping the champagne, and they're even talking to Neil Solomon. <laughs> All right, guys, Willie Adama's with me now. Congratulations. Tell me what this means. I know you won a lot in the minors, but in your first full season in the bigs, you're going to the playoffs. It's not even close, you know. I was saying this the other day. Aussie, Aussie, let's go! <laughs> it's, not, it's not even close, you know, the feeling that we had in the past two weeks, it was more than going to the championship in the minor leagues. Because, you know, this is what we dream about. It's just came to the big leagues and, and, and going to, to the postseason. You played such a big role not only this year but tonight. You had a two-out RBI, you had a big hit the other way, and then you were able to beat out a strikeout pass ball with the feet first slide at first. Touch on your game today. Yeah, yeah. You... Rodney's getting with some champagne. Hold on. You good, my friend? So, you know, for me to, to be here, you know, we wanted to win this game. And I wanted to do the best I could have done, uh, you know, to try to help the team to win. And, you know, I'm just happy that we did it. And now we got to be the, the, the ace and try to, go, try to go to the next step. Hopefully it's home. You guys have a chance to have the record for raised wins with two more. Let's go. Let's do it then. We know if this is the first step. We're not done yet. Felicidad is mi amigo. Gracias, mi hermano. That is Willie Adamas, again, one of the uh, key guys on this year's Rays team. Uh, we're going to see if we can get Kevin Kiermaier who's coming our way. Guys, back to you for a moment. I'll see if I can get KK. All right, Neil, thank you very much. And it is, as you might imagine, complete and total chaos. I got him, I got him. All right, let's go back to uh, Neil. I got KK. Um, six years in the making. You're the one guy in this clubhouse who had been to the postseason with this club. What does this mean to you? Put it in words. Oh, it's hard to do that. It, it means the world, though. This is uh, an incredible moment to do this. You just truly don't want this moment to end. Um, and we're going to do our best to do this multiple more times. This is what it's all about. This is what you play this game for. I always say, look, we're trying to make a living, play the game we love for our careers. But this is what it's all about. This is why you should play the game for moments like this. It's absolutely incredible, and to do it with these guys, 
I don't want to be anywhere else. I don't want to take the field with any anyone else. This is this is amazing. I'm on cloud nine. We're all on cloud nine. Why has this big group been so good and so special to you? Because you know what? It's um, it's one of those things. We we don't have a. You know, I'm not trying to pull this card right now. We don't have a big payroll. We have a couple guys who are superstars in the making, and there's some guys who've had great success. There's no egos in here. We come to the field each and every day, play the game the right way, and that's what it's all about. That's the storyline of our careers. And like I said, guys are making a name for themselves, but no one counted us to do this, and it always feels good to stick it to whoever didn't believe in us. We didn't think we could accomplish this. We got our foot in. Now we're not done. We want to keep this thing rolling. When did you feel this group was going to be special this year? At what point did you really think this was going to be a playoff team? I knew I knew in spring training we had the talent to do it, but we have to go out there and execute at a high level consistently, and we've done that. We have mid to upper 90s in wins, and we've done enough to, like I said, get our foot in the door. But you kind of see the progression throughout the season, the talent that we've acquired, uh, you know, the guys that we have in here. It's absolutely amazing. And... Uh, Nothing would ever, will ever replace this moment. It's truly incredible, and I just want to keep celebrating with these guys. It's so much fun. Go do it. Thank you. That's Kevin Kiermaier after, again, his first time in a postseason in six years. Guys? Well, Kevin, you know, a big part of it, he was the really one of the only holdovers from the team that last went to the postseason, and, again, he only got a slight taste of it as he pitched, uh, played in game 163 and then part of the wild card, but... Uh, uh, again, a guy who uh, was was there for some uh, a little bit of the lean time, and then the Rays are making their way back to the postseason here in 2019. And you know, this is a, an an interesting group. And I think you know, going back to Eric Neander, you know, when you you think back to 2018 and you you, you saw a team that won 90 games, this team was still short in a couple of areas. And I think uh, you got to give uh, credit again to Eric and and company and Heim and everybody in the baseball front office, and for that matter, in the entire front office, the trade that they made when they moved Chris Archer, a guy that uh, you know, again was a two-time All Star, one of the faces of the franchise, and they decided that uh, you know they needed to move on from him, and they were able to get Tyler Glasnow and Austin Meadows and Shane Boz, and think about what Glasnow and Meadows have meant to this team since coming over to the Rays, and and then you you go into this off season and you still look at some for some holes to fill, and Eric. Did did that and Eric filled them with guys that fit into the clubhouse because it's a clubhouse of good guys. And let's go back downstairs to Neil Solons again. Seven second delay. I got uh, Matt Duffy with me, guys. Matt, congratulations. What does this mean to you? You've seen the postseason before plenty of times. Uh, you know, I mean, this is awesome. This is what it's all about. This is this right here is what it's all about. Uh, the hard work and the dedication that goes into this to this moment for these guys. I mean, that's. That's everything. That's why we play this game. You battled back hard from injury to be a big part of this team in September. What does it mean to you personally? You know, you don't know why you go through some things sometimes. Um, it's part of the game to get hurt. To be able to come back on time to help these guys make the run that we have over the last couple months. That's, that's, again, that's why we play the game. When did you think this would be such a special team? I mean, the beginning of the year, when you look around in the room and the talent that we had, um, you know, over the last couple weeks, you start to think, hey, we can. Ah. That was Mike Brasso pouring a beer over Matt's head. You good? Uh, over the last couple weeks, you start to look around. You think, hey, man, we can maybe make a run at this. Um, and this is just the beginning for us. 
Good luck in the postseason. Congratulations. You're one of the few guys who've been there. Now you got a chance to do it again. Thank you very much, Neil. All right. All right, you know, it's not, it's, not gonna, it's not an easy clubhouse to maneuver in. It's a very, very long and narrow clubhouse there, and it's one of those things, too. It's got a, uh, a drop ceiling in it, too. So not only are they going to have to worry about cleaning the carpets and getting that all cleaned out, they're probably going to have to change every one of those ceiling tiles as well because they're going to be soaked with beer and champagne. So the clubhouse guys are going to have a very, very busy overnight as the uh, Rays celebrate here in Toronto by virtue of their 6-2 win over the Blue Jays here and the fact that the Nationals beat the Indians. And like I said, Andy Freed, you know, when you look at the, the offseason, the Rays figured that they had to add a couple of pieces, and they went out and added some pieces, and they did so without disrupting the the, the clubhouse chemistry. And, and, and in this day and age of analytics, uh, I'm not sure that some uh, baseball people take that into account. And I really got to give a lot of credit to, again, uh, what Eric Neander, Bloom and company did uh, by bringing in guys like Charlie Morton, who's a tremendous clubhouse guy, along with a tremendous baseball player. Bringing in Mike Zanino, who didn't quite have the offensive year that he had hoped, but in the early part of the year when he was healthy, he was uh, really good behind the plate. And even when he came back and wasn't hitting, he was still doing a lot of nice things behind the plate. And, uh, you know, again, some of the other guys that they added, Emilio Pagan, so on and so forth. So, you know, it was not a – it was that that goes, uh, I think, without – it should be noted that the Rays added and also did not disrupt the clubhouse chemistry while doing that. And uh, I thought that, that is as high on the list as anything else that the Rays have been able to accomplish. Is right now I think we go back downstairs to Neil. Tommy Pham is with me. Tommy, you broke the ice tonight with the, the home run to get these guys on the board. Put in context that hit and what this meant to you guys tonight. A step in the right direction. Uh, this is one of our goals, um, you know, in the uh, offseason and spring training was to get to the postseason and uh, get all the way, make it uh, to the World Series. Everything we've been through, all the injuries, um, you know, the, with our age as well, all the adversity we faced, you know, and we just grinded through it all to get to here. Um, but, you know, this is a small step in the right direction. We have to – Oakland's a tough team. We have to get through them first. Then we, we're going to have to probably get through Houston next. It's a, it, it's a long road ahead of us, but it's a step in the right direction. When you came over here a year ago, I mean, you didn't know a whole lot about the Rays. I mean, a year plus later, what are your thoughts? Um, everything the front office has told me about their – what they envisioned for this team has has been pretty much right on the nail. Um, you, you know, you have to give a the kudos to them because um, they saw something, they believed in it, and they turned it into a reality. For you personally, a 2020 season in a playoff year, it's got to feel good too. It helps. You know, um, I, I expect more out of myself, but you know, I'm overall, I'm I can't be too mad at everything that I've, I've done for the team. How special is this group in for you to be around? Very special, man. Group uh, young guys, man, they look up to, you know, me and a select few uh, older guys on this team, and, and um, you know, they just ask us to um, guide them, you know, lead them, and that's all we're doing. Enjoy it, celebrate, and then hopefully more celebrations to Absolutely, come. Absolutely, man. I want everyone to, to soak all this in see how fun it is because if we keep winning there's going to be plenty more of this enjoy thank you tommy fan joining us guys back to you you know dave i was thinking too thank you neil uh, th that trade too on 
July 31st of 2018 when Tommy Pham came to the group. Since August the 1st, when Tommy's in the starting lineup, this team is 111 and 70. That's over a 600. It's over a 610 winning uh, percentage. And, you know, that that's a deal, too, that not many of us saw happening. But uh, maybe there's no coincidence with Tommy Pham got here. This this team started winning. It's nice to see that he was able to crack the seal on this one. Well, you know, attitude. I mean, I, I think that was another thing that was kind of maybe missing a little toughness, a little edge. And I think uh, Tommy obviously has brought that uh, to this team. He brought it when he came here last year, and it's carried over, obviously, here into 2019. And he's expecting even bigger and better things in 2020. But first things first, uh, we still got some work to do here in the regular season. And then uh, we get on to the wild card, whether it's in Oakland. And again, for us to get the uh, the game at Tropicana Field, a lot of things have to uh, go our way. The Rays have to continue to win, and the Oakland A's would have to lose a couple of times. And they're not losing right now, but let's go back downstairs and Neil is standing by again. I'm with Tyler Glass now, who started tonight's game. First of all, congratulations. Four and a third hitless innings, your longest outing since coming back. Thank you. Yeah, it felt good. I'm um, just glad we won right now. Emotions are going crazy. Uh, it's been unbelievable being a part of this team, and I'm just ready to keep going. How hard was it to keep emotions in check, knowing the value of this game and the other games you pitched in down the stretch while coming back? Uh, I think really just the mentality has to stay the same every game. I guess it's easier said than done, but I think the mentality we've had all year, how relaxed it's been, it's just—it's easy to take it into every start you have. How good do you feel at this point, having gotten yourself a little further extended with the playoffs next? Yeah, I feel great. Today, um, obviously getting a fifth up, uh, everything felt really great, recovered great after every inning, so I'm looking forward to playoffs. What does it mean to go to the playoffs? Everything. I can't even. I can't even describe it. You have. You have to just like see it. That's what it feels like. This is what it feels like. All this right here. It's amazing. It's awesome. It made the work to come back all the more worthwhile. I'm guessing. I don't. I didn't hear what you said. I'm guessing it made all the work worthwhile that you put in to get back to. Yeah, absolutely, man. I would. I mean, I'm ecstatic to be a part of this team. A part of this organization and to win with all these guys is the best feeling in the world. When you got traded 14 months ago, could you have envisioned something like this? Yeah, honestly, yeah. The second I got traded over, I was like, these guys are good. So, I mean, I'm not too shocked, but I'm just extremely excited. Well, hopefully more good things to come. Congratulations on a great effort tonight and this year. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Tyler Glass now joining us in the clubhouse after, again, what was a, a four and a third hitless effort in the Rays' win to clinch a playoff bird. Let's go back up to Dave and Andy. We'll have more players in a bit. All right, Neil, thank you very much. And I think we're going to start uh, taking some phone calls too, right? Are we going to maybe uh, see if we can mix in a uh, few phone calls? So uh, 888-546-4620, 888-546-4620. If you want to try and uh, in between maybe going down to the to the clubhouse, we'll try and see if we can mix in a couple of phone calls here and there. We also get an update. Seattle just scored a run as a uh, ground out by Kyle Seeger knocked in a run so the uh, a's and m's they are tied at one in the bottom of the first inning so uh, again uh, rays are in a's are in because of the indians loss as well and now it's just a matter of uh, where will wednesday's game be will it be in oakland and like i said for that to happen uh, a few things have to continue to go in our favor the a's would have to lose at least twice including tonight that would be nice and then the Rays would almost have to would have to probably win out uh, for us to get postseason because again they won the uh, season series between the two teams and that's the first tiebreaker if these two teams would have finished with the same record let's go back downstairs Neil standing by once again I got Austin Meadows with me congratulations um, tell me what this means to you man it 
It means a lot. Um, the journey personally, the journey to get here, being able to accomplish this feat, my first full season, and just a credit to the staff, a credit to Cash, and you know, those guys believing in us, believing in, in me to give up Chris Archer, you know, a great player Chris Archer is, you know, for me and Tyler and, and Shane, for us to come over here and, you know, accomplish this. It's, um, it's a great feeling. Did you envision this when you came a year ago, that something like this was possible for you and in this organization? Right, yeah, I mean, I knew that we had the best talent in the room that we could compete with anybody. Starting with spring training, the guys we had in that locker room, obviously there's been a lot of changes throughout the year, but um, I knew that the talent we had, we could compete with anybody out there. Um, and that goes to show uh, tonight and, you know, obviously more in October. Your first full season, you hit your 33rd home run tonight. I'm sure it had to feel special to have such a role in a clinching game, too. It kind of That was kind of the icing on the cake. Yeah, it was definitely the icing on the cake. Uh, me and Chad were joking the last at bat. Let's end the night on a good note. Um, and I was able to get the ball out, kind of a cherry on top for the night. When you started this season, could you have imagined a year like this? I mean, you're almost at 90 RBIs and 33 home runs in your first full season. Uh, you know, the, the Lord has blessed me to be able to go out here and provide help for me and just go out there each and every day and help the team. I know that when I got an opportunity to play every day, Cash believes in me, the front the front office believes in me, and being able to play every day, I've been able to go out there and prove to everyone that I can, um, you know, compete with the best. That belief system, how much do you think that played a role in your success? Huge, man. you got to believe in yourself. Um, you know, I think... That's the biggest thing is real, knowing that you can compete out here in the big, at the big league level, knowing you can compete with the best talent out there in the world. I mean, that's that's what it comes down to, believing in yourself, and, um, you know, it pays off. The co-MVP of the Rays going to the playoffs. Congratulations on your success on the field and to this team. Thanks, Neil. Go Rays. Let's keep it going. Austin Meadows, again, 33rd home run tonight. Co-MVP with a major contribution as well, guys. All right, Neil, thank you. And, uh, again, Austin Meadows, a big part of the Rays' success here uh, all season long, and especially at the beginning of the year when he was one of the uh, hottest hitters going to the game, and then here in the month of uh, September where, as we said many times, it, uh, your big boys need to be your big boys, and Austin Meadows was as good as anybody in the month of September, along with, uh, like we said, Tommy Pham had a nice run there. We had some big moments on the mound from Charlie Morton. Uh, today's start by Tyler Glass now. The Rays' big boys were indeed the big boys as uh Again, 888-546-4620 is the number. And, again, we'll see if we can mix in a couple of phone calls uh, maybe before we go back down. And uh, I guess we are going to go back down real quick. Neil is with Charlie Morton. Thank you, guys. Charlie, when you signed as a free agent, I'm sure this is the kind of thing you were hoping for. Yeah, and, and, and even more so when I met the guys. You know, when I got in the clubhouse and I met the guys. Um, and, and now, you know, having spent a season with those guys, I'm just really happy for them in this, in, uh, in this organization. When you came over here, you obviously had a whole lot of hopes and aspirations, and you had your best year in terms of starts, in terms of innings. You contributed a lot on and off the field. What allowed you to be so successful so far? Uh, I, the team, the, the organization. You know, Little things like showing up in the, in the clubhouse and having real-life conversations with our general manager who's right here. You know, having, having real-life conversations with Kyle Snyder. Um, you know, being, being able to talk to those guys, being able to voice any concerns, any opinions. Um, the way Cashy's been, you know, the way the guys have been. It's just 
um, our med staff has been awesome. Our strength staff has been awesome. Analytics staff has been awesome. Um, so I feel just, just and, and getting to come to the clubhouse every day with these guys, you know, makes it easy. So it's just a culmination of everything that about this organization. You know, even the fact that I get to go home and you know, spend time with my family. My, I see my wife. You know, my kids and just just everything that this organization's about. You've been steadfast all year long, highs, lows, no matter what, that this is a good group. When did you think this would be a team that would end up playing in October? Well, I mean, we knew we knew we had a shot early on in the year when we started out so well, and we knew we knew what the team could do from last year. Even starting out, I don't know what they were. What one in fourteen, something like that, at the beginning of the year. So you got you got a team here. These guys are more experienced. You know, we go into places like Fenway. We go into places like Yankee Stadium, and these guys are just more experienced. And I feel like, um, you know, I wouldn't. I don't know when I thought that. I would say pretty early. You know, when, when we were when we were fighting for the division, I probably thought that. You know, it's just. You know, I think that the Yankees had, did a heck of a job this year. They had a heck of a team, and they were they were tough to keep up with. And you know, before you know it, we're we're nine games behind them. But you know, we're looking around, and we know we know we got a pretty good shot here to with the wild card. And the guys just this this past month, especially, just you know, put on the afterburners. So. Um, I'd say pretty early, you know, even even when I signed, I had that expectation, you know, we knew it was going to be a battle. We got the defending World Series champions in our division. We got the New York Yankees in our division. Um, heck, we got, you know, there's a there's a pretty good group over there in that other clubhouse in the, in the Blue Jays. Um, so, you know, we, we knew we knew we had the talent and uh, it was just putting it together. And I, I think we did a pretty good job this year. You have. Uh, you've been part of two. You're one of two guys in this clubhouse that have won a ring. How far can this team go? Well, once you get to the playoffs, it's it's you know it's it's anybody's game. I, there's there's some teams that are there's some teams that on paper sure will be will be favorites. Um, once you get to the playoffs, though, I mean we you know we gotta we gotta win that wild card game. Um, but once you get once you get there, a little bit of momentum. You know, a lot of the times that can that can be a big factor. You get some momentum going, and you win a few games, and before you know it, you know you're staring a you know the World Series in the face. Um, so I mean, we've we've seen we've saw, I, I saw it in in Pittsburgh. I saw Madison Bumgarner come in in, in 2014 and shut us down and go on to win a World Series. And uh, you know, wild card teams can can be pretty dangerous. Hopefully this is one of those dangerous teams. Yeah, Charlie, congratulations. Thank you. You, you too. Thank you. Thank you. Co-MVP of the race, Charlie Morton, who's had a magnificent year. Dave, Andy, back uh, to you. All right, Neil, thank you. And, again, uh, we'll go that back downstairs here in just a little bit. Derek DuBose telling us that we've got uh, some people lined up. And let's see if we can uh, quickly go to uh, – let's see if we can pick up West of the, uh, from Eastlake. West, thanks for joining the uh, Rays postgame celebration if you're still with us. Yeah, appreciate you guys having me. Have a good night. So far, so good. Yeah, right. No complaints. I've been I've been a fan since I was a kid, and they were the Devil Rays, just created. You know, I, I grew. I was in high school, and the Rayhawks were a thing in 2008. 
And uh, one thing I always remembered about the team was it was every game, you know, it was the ninth inning, clutch hit by Longo, stolen base by Crawford, pinch runner. And I really feel like the team this year, they brought, they brought that back, that, that offensive energy I think you were talking about earlier, Dave, where it was, you know, it wasn't just, okay, we're up by a couple runs. It was clutch situations, and it was every guy filling in. And the team just has a certain energy, getting healthy at the right time, where I feel like they can, you know, kind of take things like they were just saying in the playoffs. So it's, it's really up in the air, and we're good as anything for one game. You're right. Uh, thanks, yeah, and, and Wes. All right. Well, thanks for the call. And you know, I, 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 I've always said you got to get in it to win it. I mean, that that's one of my favorite sayings. And I think you got to get in it to win it. Obviously, and and it's a whole new season when it starts back up on Wednesday. Uh, you know, I, I'm not sure if I can mark the exact date. And it's you know, I've always said we we said all along with this team. Kevin Cash would tell us this game. This team is built to play close games. He was started to say it by saying this team was built to win close games, but we weren't doing it first three months of the season after, like, say, April because we just weren't coming up with the big hit. We weren't uh, coming up with the big pitch, and we were losing games by a run. We were losing games in extra innings. And then all of a sudden, I don't know if it started on that day when we fell behind by seven here in Toronto and came back to win that game, but this team was up right up until that point had been a really, really good front-running team that when they scored first, they won almost every single game. And then all of a sudden, uh, they lost that game where they had the big lead in the ninth inning, and we thought, oh, maybe the bottom had just fallen out of this team. But the next day they came back, and I, I don't know if it gave them a, a renewed optimism that they can come back in close games like that, but that team started to finally start figuring out ways to win close games, win extra innings, and right now let's go back downstairs. One of the guys who's be, uh, that helped them win close games was because Oliver Drake would keep it close or hold on to the lead late. Let's go back downstairs. Yeah, Oliver Drake with me. Ollie, first of all, after the year you had last year to be in one place all year and now be going to the postseason, personally, what does it mean? Ah, oh, it's incredible to be able to share this with this group of guys. This team's incredible. I'm just so lucky to be a part of it. You played such a major role. We noted in the game, you have pitched eight of the last nine games in eight of the last 11 days in some really pressure cooker situations. What allowed you to grind through? Man, it's just fun. Pitching in this type of environment right now, it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, I want to be in all those games, and, you know, I've been able to be a part of them, and it's, it, this is so much fun. But you, you've been on many teams, so you know there are guys who say, I need a day, or I, 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 gotta, you know, I need a day off. You were not that guy. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I felt great, so I wanted to be out there. So as long as I feel great, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be out there. Did you think, I mean, the, you, this whole bullpen has evolved during the season. You weren't here to start the year. Emilio wasn't here to start the year. You were catch partners all year. That you could be at the end of the season popping champagne as you are right now and smoking uh, cigars? Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, to start the year in Durham and then be here popping bottles right now, like, it's, it's unreal. I'm so, I'm, so, I'm so lucky to be a part of this. Well, enjoy it. Congratulations. Thanks for a moment. No problem. Appreciate it. That's Oliver Drake. Again, he uh, played a major role down the stretch and is having a career year by the numbers, too, guys. All right, Neil and Oliver, thank you very, very much. Let's go back out to the phones, 888-546-4620, and be before we go back downstairs to Neil, and let's see if we can get Bill from Clearwater. Bill, you're on the Rays postgame Hi. show of the so postseason much, celebration I'm underway. Guy. And I, I just think it's wonderful uh, what we've done, and uh, I'm very pleased, and I just hope the, the coaches and all the team players just stick together in the playoffs. I think we can go as far as we can. And I, It's a very strange sport, and uh, I, it's the one I really, really, really follow, and 
I'm very blessed to be a part of it, and thank you so much for for. for I, I listen to all your games, so I'm not home, but I'm always home practically. But uh, it means a great deal to a lot of us, especially me. And uh, thank you so much, Bill. I thank really you for the kind. Thank you. Thank you for the thank kind you. words. And you know, and and like we said, uh, we always try to be good company. We also uh, uh, try to uh, again maybe be. Uh, the respite and what is, uh, you know, again, everyday life. We live in life's candy store. We get to come to a ball game and talk about it for three or four hours a day. Uh, we hope to be your respite for three or four hours. And, and we also now hope that uh, maybe you could uh, carry yourselves uh, a little bigger now, too, that you're, you're a Rays fan and your team is going to the postseason. Let's go back downstairs. Neil, standing by once again. Brandon Lau is with me, rookie of the year for the Rays. And uh, what does it mean to be going to the playoffs? It's incredible to uh, go in there with this group of guys, with how, you know, just really how good, you know, our group is, how tight we are as, you know, as teammates and stuff like that. It's going to be a really fun run. You fought so hard to come back. People had said he's not going to be able to come back. What does it mean to be back, play a role, be playing daily, and be part of this? It feels great, you know, just, uh, you know, I, like you said, I, I, I really busted my butt to get back, and, you know, thankfully, you know, these guys did what they were supposed to, like, did what they could to, you know, win ball games and stuff like that, give me a shot to come back and, you know, have an impact on the team, and I can't be more grateful for what they've done. Your first full season in the big leagues to be going to the playoffs, can you put that in perspective? That's incredible. You know, it's it's one thing in the, in the minor leagues to go to the postseason, but this is it's something else, and, you know, I'm more than excited to get, get it going and keep uh, seeing how far we can go with these guys. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Brandon Lau. All right, Neil, and it sounds like guys are, are starting to get a little worn out uh, as uh, the party has uh, uh, gone on here now after the Rays beat the Blue Jays by a score of 6-2 to two to send them into the postseason for the first time since 2013. Uh, let's see if we can uh, check in with Dan from Newport Ritchie. He's checking in on the Rays postgame show. Dan, welcome. Hello, Dan. All right, I thought we had Dan maybe once. Dan, are you there? Uh, all right, we'll see if we can rehook up here. Uh, we, we lost uh, uh, Dan maybe. Dan from Newport Rich, if you call back, we'll try and get you back on. How about uh, our buddy Craig from Vegas? Craig, welcome into the Rays uh, postgame show, if we can hook you up. Hey, Dave. I, I, first of all, you, you are my uh, guy throughout the whole summer. I, I love tweeting at you. I, I love. I turn down the TV and crank you guys up everywhere I go. So you guys are part of me and Brady all summer. We listened to you all summer. Just so excited for this team. Every obstacle that came in front of them, they got past it. We lost all our starting pitchers except for Charlie. They found a way to get through it. Uh, Austin gets hurt. Other guys get hurt. Guys get in slumps. They get picked back up. You know, G-Man had a rough ride. Now he's hot as well, too. Everything that was thrown in front of them, no matter what happened, they overcame it. And, and Listen, you should take this team and motivate yourself in life. No matter what obstacle is going to come at you, you can still overcome it. And it's just amazing what these guys did as well, too. Every night they played till the 27th down. That's all you could ask for. Thank you so much for calling, and we appreciate your words very, very much. And glad that we're able to share this with uh, the Rays fans throughout the area. And, Dave, you think, too, about who isn't going to postseason this year and then who is? Uh, the, the Tampa Bay Rays, always kind of the little team that could, and, boy, they are the big team tonight. Well, and, and you know, again, like uh, we've, we've said, this team has gone through a lot. I know that, uh, you know, resilient has been a, year, a word that I've probably overused here 
uh, the last uh, three or four weeks, but I, I just can't think of another word because of all the things that this team had to fly through. We'll get to some more of your phone calls at 888-546-4620 in just a little bit, but let's go backstairs once again to Neil. We heard from Eric Neander before. We've got uh, a guy who played a major role with him in High and Bloom. Congratulations. Thanks, Neil. You were part of some of the early successes in banners what does this group mean to you and to have played such a major role with everybody else in the front office uh, it's been a long time coming it's been you know what this really has been is a true team effort you talk about the journeys of some of these players when they got here uh, the, all the the work by our scouts to find them by our development staff to develop them our pro scouts to bring to help us give help give us the information to bring some of these guys in here uh, so we can put this group together and then the players and the staff the perseverance they showed overcoming the different things they had to overcome during the season it, it's really a total organizational victory when did you think something like this was possible this year because you went into the latter part of the year without Chirinos, Glasnow, and Snell. You know what? This is why you put together as deep a group as you can. And we went into the season thinking that if we did not get to this point, we were going to go home disappointed. And even with all the injuries, I don't think our faith ever wavered because we had confidence in this group of guys, not just 1 through 25, but 1 through 40, 1 through 50, and beyond. And, you know, they've shown that that confidence is warranted, and we're looking forward to seeing them keep it going. If I would have told you with two games to go, this team will have the chance to have the winningest season in the regular campaign of any in franchise history, what would you have uh, told me at the beginning of the year? I told you I think I'd be pretty happy to hear that, and I am. Enjoy it. Thank you. I am Bloom, Ray Senior Vice President. Guys. All right, Neil, thank you. And, uh, again, uh, just kudos to everybody involved, from the players to the coaching staff to the manager, Kevin Cash, and then to the front office who uh, really held everything together during what was a uh, tumultuous season at times with all the injuries. And, you know, you, you think about a team with a 60-some million dollar payroll going up against the big boys within the division that have payrolls three times as, uh, as much as that, where, you know, one of their guys goes down and they can go find a guy to make 7 or $8 million who's been sitting on the bench. we got to hope that somebody from Durham or even somebody who had uh, maybe played for another team could come up and fill the void. And uh, those guys, uh, Eric and Hyman company, did a tremendous job of uh, holding this together. There were transition, transaction after transaction, injury after injury. Uh, the, the, the shuttle between St. Pete and Durham was as busy as it's ever been. Let's go back downstairs. Speaking of busy, Neil Solons. I would say probably one of the busier guys on the staff this year was Kyle Snyder and the job they had to do in managing this many pitchers coming through a record number. Congratulations. What does it mean to get to the playoffs as a big league coach? I appreciate you saying that, Neil. This has got very, very little to do with Stan or myself. Our job is to put their hands on the wheel, and, and I think we did that. I think we provided a little bit of direction, but we're... We're, we're elated for these kids, man. I mean, they've all come out. They've done a tremendous job. Every single guy stepped up, you know, to have this opportunity for them to play some meaningful games in October. It's got nothing to do with us. It's got everything to do with these players. Well, these players managed, I just mentioned with High and Bloom, you're without Snell, you're without Glass now, you're without Chirinos. How did you guys manage to get through it? Well, I mean, we have a ton of talent beyond just those three guys that you mentioned. And those. Those are three top 30 starting pitchers, top 40 starting pitchers in the big leagues, you know, but it's just, it, it, I don't know, it takes a village. We talked a lot about that coming out of spring training, picking one another up, you know, and I, I'll, 
I can't say enough about just just the depth that, that our office brought in, the job that you know development did, you know, even in AAA, the job that Brady and Rick did with some of these guys that came up and played really significant roles for us, you know, when we were, you know, when we thinned out a little bit in July and August. It was just tremendous. And the job you want mentioned players. I talked with Oliver Drake. He pitched eight of the last nine games in eight out of eleven days, and he's not the only one who grinded through this month. You have so many guys in the bullpen who weren't playing major roles early in the year, but now they've all come together as a unit. You know, Neil, pride prevails, and the hardest job that, that Stan, myself, and Kevin have are protecting these guys from one another, all right, and, and from themselves. I mean, in 8 out of 11, I, I, don't, I don't know that there's another right-handed reliever that would be capable of that in, in terms of what he's done between the lines after going 8 out of 11, but these guys are resilient. You know, they know themselves. They've become really, really good pitchers throughout the course of this year, the best version of themselves. Uh, it's been a lot of fun to watch. The smile on your face tells it all. It's a mile wide. Enjoy this, and uh, good luck in the postseason. I appreciate that. Thank you, Bert. That's Kyle Snyder, pitching coach for the Rays, who's done a magnificent job this year. Guys, back to you. Okay, Neil, thank you very much, and he sure has. And, you know, I think one of the things, too, that's exciting about this is how many people involved in this have been in the organization for a while. You think of where... Kyle came from in this system, uh, earning his stripes as a pitching coach for the minor leagues and then getting to the big leagues and winning with many of those guys and clinching a playoff spot with those guys. And, and then you think of the connection he's gotten with a guy from another system in Tyler Glasnow. And Glasnow is the man that got things started tonight. An extremely satisfying year for Kyle Snyder, I'm sure, and, and a very stressful year in many ways. I mean, there were, there were so many times that there just seemed like there were too many questions than answers what was going to happen? What team could survive having one starting pitcher left and the way they've been able to milk this bullpen and, and get exactly what they needed out of them on a certain day? Uh, really just uh, very, very impressive. Let's go back downstairs now to the celebration with Neil. Yes, I'm with uh, the race principal owner, Stuart Sternberg. Congratulations. I know you always talk about meaningful games in September, but it was, what does it mean to see this group now playing in October? It's everything we've been uh, aiming for since... The very last pitch of last season. All the great work everybody here did through the offseason, and obviously this is a historic season for us. To have to get to 96 wins just to get to the wild card was an amazing achievement. And you actually have a chance to break the single-season franchise record for victories, which is, I mean, incredible when you think about it. It is. We ended up, I think, 19-19 and 19 against the Red Sox and Yankees, and you take that in any year to play those guys in 38 games even. But the way these, this team performed when everything meant everything in September, they were meaningful games and they treated them just like that. Our run prevention, once Snell, Glasnow, Chirinos came back in the bullpen, it's all unprecedented almost. Yeah. You look across the game and there's so many teams that tore it down to the studs. And we've talked about this. You guys did not do that. You won from 08 to 13. You were able to rebuild while also competing. What has it meant to you now to see this come to fruition and see this franchise in the shape it's in on the field? Well, those who know me here and a lot of people, they know there's nothing that I enjoy better than when a plan comes together. And we, we had there were a lot of naysayers last year, especially last July at the trade deadline. And <laughs> some cigar smoke here. <laughs> uh, and, and before that, obviously, and all those things we did, we stick to our knitting. We stay true to who we are. And it was the moves last year and the moves this offseason, the move this past July that got us to this point today. We're not going to be perfect. We're never going to get them all right. But everything we do has a purpose for the plan. 
and the plan has come together so far this year. Congratulations. Enjoy this. Thank you, and thanks, everybody, listening and following us, and we're looking to get ourselves back to Tampa Bay and into the trop and win some more ball games. Sounds good. Thank you. That's Stuart Sternberg, race principal owner. Things have kind of calmed down a little bit. I'm going to see if we can find uh, Travis Darnot at some point, and then we'll probably head upstairs and just take uh, phone calls from there, guys. All right, Neil, thank you. We'll uh, see if we can sneak in one more call here before we take a break, too, and uh, let's see if we can go to Noah. Noah and uh, Fort Myers uh, tuning in. Noah, you're on the Rays postgame show. Hello, Noah. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much. Um, I just want to say that I've been keeping track of this team all year long. June was a crazy tough month. Um, for a while there, I started to lose a little bit of hope, but they cranked it right back up. And all I've got to say is no matter what happens down the stretch, this team has so much to be proud of. And if there is a postseason game at Tropicana Field this year, if you're a race fan, if you're somewhere in Tampa Bay, if you're listening, we have got to pack the trap. We've got to sell it out. We've got to be there. We can do it in the arena. We can do it at Tropicana Field. Let's get together. Thank you so much for calling, and you know I, I anticipate that uh, when the Rays do come home, the Tropicana Field will be packed. Uh, I, I I believe in our fans, and I think they'll be there ready to cheer this team on. And uh, one of the guys that uh, they've uh, really uh, wrapped their arms around here since he came and joined the team is uh, Travis Darno, and I believe he's standing by with Neil downstairs. He is uh, Travis. Congratulations! You've been to postseasons with New York. Can you put in perspective what this means to you and this group, and why it's been so special? It's so special. Some I didn't think it was going to happen at the start of this year. Shoot, at the start when I had my Tommy John in April, I didn't see this coming. Um, but I'm so thankful, so grateful that not only everyone in this clubhouse, but everyone in this organization welcomed me with open arms. Um, the day I got here, everyone was talking about playoffs. Everyone had the same mindset. Everyone had the same goal. So to finally attain it today on game 160 is it's a blessing, man. I'm so thankful, so grateful, and it's, it's been a blessing. How similar is this to what you experienced in New York? Oh, very similar. I, I, I want to say the third game till the season was, season was over, we clinched in 2016 as well. Um, the staff is so good. Everybody's never given up until the until that 27th out is made, and, and it's it's been so much fun here. What has made this pitching staff so special? And you caught Tyler tonight, who went four and a third, his longest outing, hitless innings. And how dangerous can this group be in the postseason because of the pitching? Super dangerous. I mean, pitching and defense win championships. Um, that goes back to my high school. My high school coach told me that. And that's something that, that we have have a strength of, and, and it's something we believe in. And and uh, it, it just goes to Snyder and Hoover. And and uh, it's, it's been a blessing, man. Everybody's Everybody's giving it their all to the last out is made. No matter if we're down by a ton of runs or we're up by a ton of runs, we never give up. Well, it's clear that was the case. Congratulations on uh, getting back to the playoffs. Congratulations on the year you've had and hopefully more moments to come. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. That's Travis Darnot, Rays catcher, who certainly has been one of the more valuable Rays down the stretch. Guys, back to you. No question about it. The, uh, I mean, we're, you start thinking, where would this team be without so-and-so? And he definitely is one of those guys that uh, you start to think about uh, 
where this team would be if uh, the Rays weren't able to get him from the Dodgers uh, when uh, both Mike Zanino and Mikey Perez went down with injury, and the Rays were in flux right there for a few weeks. And then Darno came, and at first uh, took him a little while to get going, but once he got going, he didn't stop. Let's see if we could uh, pick up uh, before we go to a break. We'll take uh, Alan. Is Alan from California still with us on the Rays postgame show? Uh, hello, and thanks for taking my call. I really appreciate it, and certainly congratulations to everyone that made it happen, and certainly the management picking up those great players there uh, during the year. Uh, and I'm glad to hear I'm a CPA uh, accountant out here in California. Glad to hear you guys talk about dollars a little bit because it's unbelievable what they've accomplished with the small amount of dollars. It just has to to speak to the genius of the people that made the decisions with the players and and how the uh, farm teams are run, how the, how all of that works. It's just fantastic. I've been following for over five years, and you just you know I'm here smoking my cigar and. And drinking champagne. It, it, Wish we were. I, I have, I, I have high ceilings, though none of my stuff has hit the ceiling. But uh, <laughs> definitely, uh, congratulations to everybody, and look forward to uh, some more good games, especially the postseason. Well, we thank you, and thank you from uh, to all our fr- uh, fans around the country and around the world. And uh, you know, again, uh, it, it it does. It, it starts. With uh, you know the, guy, the the scouts who go out there and find the guys, uh, you know we, our pro scouting department uh, has been absolutely fantastic in, in moving some of our minor league guys or you know players to find uh, new players to make us a little bit better. And uh, I don't know if uh, you know again uh, those guys behind the scenes guys get enough credit. There's a lot of people behind the scenes as uh, Eric Neander and High Bloom were attesting to that uh, have helped get this team to where they are. And uh, it, you know it, it starts in the minors, but it also then. Uh, moves its uh, way up uh, to the big leagues. And then, as Neil has said many, many times, it's about the players. I mean, you know, again, Kevin Cash and company can put them in the right positions, and, you know, obviously they did many, many times. But it's about the players to get the job done. And in 2019, they've been able to get the job done correctly 96 times and are on their way to the postseason. Let's see if we can sneak in one more phone call. Bobby from St. Pete, you're on the Rays postgame show. Neil's coming back up here. He'll be taking some more calls. We'll be playing back some of the highlights. But, Bobby from St. Pete, you're going to be the last call of this segment. Welcome. Dave, Andy, I love you guys. Thank this you. Awesome. Trying try not to wake up the kids at the house. Everybody's, uh, me and the missus are being loud. We're high-fiving. We're clapping. It's uh, This is a great run, and I appreciate everything you guys do for us in the community and how great the ball players are and thanks to Mr. Sternberg and let's keep this thing going and let's get some home games at drop at the drop and let's get everybody out there and let's go. <laughs> well, we'd like to keep you too, you busy too, Bobby. Bobby's one of our guys that works with us uh, over there at the Vinoy and uh, Bobby, we hope that uh, we keep you busy uh, a few more days as well and uh, don't wake the kids up. We appreciate you calling, but you know, it, it, it it's a fun time for the region. I mean, again, uh, the the region takes a lot of hits, and uh, we, you know, as I said earlier, there was a uh, a person from the Red Sox who said, you know, they were kind of rooting for us, but they weren't rooting for our fans because they thought our fans didn't deserve it. But our fans deserve it. Our fans uh, may not come out in uh, big masses at Tropicana Field, but the ones that do come out, we truly appreciate everything 
that they bring with them when they do come out to the TROP. We appreciate everybody who comes out to the watch parties. Uh, we appreciate everybody who listens on the radio, and our numbers on radio are very, very strong. And then they just uh, came out and publicized how good our TV numbers again have been this year. So uh, there are people that, that, that do watch, that do listen, and do care about the Rays. Maybe we just don't get as many of them to come out to Tropicana Field as we'd like right now, but maybe that obviously I think it's going to change. Uh, I, I am anticipating Tropicana Field to really, really be rocking if the Rays do indeed get a home game. And, again, we're keeping an eye on uh, the goings-on right now. They're in the bottom of the third. There is a base runner for the Mariners, but it's still one-to-one Seattle and Oakland. But even if it's not the wild card, well, then we'll save it to the ALDS, and uh, we'll go from there. But uh, we do appreciate all all the fans that have uh, called in, that have listened. Uh, you know, again, in this day and age of uh, HD TVs and crystal clear, and we, we do appreciate those that still carry their radios around and listen to us while they're out and about in the area. Uh, we, as Andy has men- mentioned many, many times, and as I have mentioned, uh, too, we just try to be good company here uh, for three or four hours. And now we're seeing... Some of the players beginning to make their way out onto the field. We see, uh, I think Tyler Glass now is uh, one of them. I, I think the Rays might be coming out to uh, take a, a team picture here. And uh, we'll, uh, what we're going to do, though, is we're going to take a break. When we, uh, uh, we're going to make some room here for Neil to maybe come on. And uh, Neil will uh, do some uh, postgame calls again. 888-546-4620. 888-546-4620. I guess there's some fans. That's what they're doing. There's some people in the hotel. <laughs> that are uh, celebrating as well. They're sticking their head out the window uh, out in the hotel, and uh, some of the Rays players are coming out to uh, acknowledge them. Uh, some Rays fans made their way here to uh, Rogers Center. So the celebration continues here. The party continues inside Rogers Center. The Rays beat the Blue Jays. They are on to the wild card, and now it's just some scoreboard watching time to see just where that wild card game may be on Wednesday. He's Andy. I'm Dave. Neil will be coming back. We'll take a break and back with more of the celebration and your phone calls after this on the Rays Baseball Network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging in fact wasabi is up to 80 percent less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data from wasabi's ai enabled intelligent media storage wasabi air to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals data deletion and ransomware wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. 